Nesiva Shalom, Shir number two on Hanukkah, Gilui Pach Echad Shel Shemen. The revelation of the Pach Echad, that one little, one little jug of oil. My Hanukkah, the Toner Abonim Chafe Kislev Yoyim in the Hanukkah, Kishenechnesu Yevonim Lehechel Tumukal Hashmanim Shebehechel. We all know the story that the Kayhanim came and they were looking for some oil in order to relight, reignite the Hanukkah Menorah, and they couldn't find anything. Then finally, they scrounged around and they found one little, one little pach echad, one little piece, jug of oil. That was pure. It had the seal of the Kayengado. And really, it could only light for one night. And the nace was, they lit it up and it lasted eight days. We all know this Gemara and Shabbos. So we see from over here that the main mahus, the main essence of Hanukkah is not the fact that we weren't murdered. Is not the fact things were terrible for Klal Yisrael in so many ways. But what is Hanukkah? The Gemara says Hanukkah was they didn't have oil and they found oil and they found one little jug of light one little jug of oil, and it lasted for eight days. That's the mahus of the, of the yantav. That is the essence, which is very, very hard to understand. It's only a side note. The fact of the miracle was that we weren't killed, and that a few Jews went out, and they fought legions and legions of the enemy. The fact that we got back to Beis Amigdash, the fact that we found the menorah, yes, we would have had to wait, maybe not lit the menorah, for a couple of weeks until we found made made new oil or tumahutra betziba, we really could have used tamay oil. And the fact that we found uh we found in one little just imagine that uh, uh, a a base a base medrash has a fire rachmanulitzlan and gets burned down to the ground, and then and and there were people trapped. And people were trapped in the basement, people were trapped in the mikvah, they couldn't get them out, people were on the roof, they were jumping off, and big miracle happened, nobody was killed, nobody was hurt, nobody was damaged. Everybody who jumped off the roof landed on mattresses, the firemen came out, they pulled people, they were stuck in the mikvah, they went into the mikvah not to get burned, the ceiling fell down on them, miracles, everybody was saved, and then they went inside with the flashlights, they went inside with the flashlights into the dark broken Bismedrish and everything was burned and messed up and found on the floor a little jug of oil to put by the Amud and that it should light. That's the big Simcha and that not only it was supposed to last for an hour, right? It lasted until the next day, until 10 days later when they cleaned the rubble and they had new oil. What is, what is really going on over here that we're celebrating this piece of the nace, which is the seemingly the least important, certainly the least, um, uh, I mean, you know, if we were killed, that would have been a lot worse. One Jew getting killed would have been a lot worse. Least important. Everything that happened in Hanukkah, is not about something that happened years ago, as we've said in the past. The miracles that the, that Chazal decided for us to celebrate every year is because there's a ha'ara, there's a, a light, a shine, 
a reflection of that miracle that comes up every single year on these days. And therefore, we need to understand what this is. And as we're going to understand what this miracle of Hanukkah was, of the Gilui, the revelation of the Pach Shemen, we are going to understand what Hanukkah is meant to rejuvenate inside each and every one of us and to ignite into every single one of us. And if we really focus on this over Hanukkah, by the time Hanukkah is over, we will have something to carry with us for the next few months, which is the purpose of the religion, of the, of the commemoration of Hanukkah, that we should leave with something. Not what to go in with, but what we leave Hanukkah with. If we leave Hanukkah just with a bunch of presents and ten extra pounds, then we've missed the boat. He says, really, in the revelation of this Pach Shemen Tahar, this little jug which was Tahar, is really the essence of the entire miracle of Hanukkah. Like it says in the Sayyid HaAvayda, in the letter that he wrote by Parsha Zachar. He's going to talk a little bit about Purim and bring it back to Hanukkah. Mardachai, with the Hey Oisius, is Begamatria Heder. The word Mardechai, with, with the five letters of Mardechai, Mem Reish Dalachav Yud, is Begamatria Heder of, Heder is like the opposite of, uh, Heder means hidden, what's missing. Merumaz Bezesh, Shaklai Yisrael Haya Oz B'Matzav Shal Heder, Kasher Gozar Haman Lahashman Laharagul Abed is Kolayhudim. The Remez is that when it came to Purim, we were not in a revealed state. We were in a Matzav of Heder, of darkness, of lacking, of pgam, of missing, we were we were not on our game, because there was already exera to destroy all of Klal Yisrael. But davkom mitaych matzav shel heder and this is a yisai that the Nesiv Shalom says many times. In order for something to be new, it has to first be almost destroyed. If you have a tree and the tree continues to grow, it's not a new tree, it's continuing. But if something is a little bit damaged, and it continues to grow, it'll always grow damaged. Very often, what we need in our lives, is not to continue to grow, but to have a destruction of our old self, and to have a rebirth. And in order for that to happen, our previous matziv, our previous situation, needs to be destroyed. We would say, that people say by addicts they have to hit rock bottom. I don't really believe Mamish in that. But the bottom line is that the person who's suffering with his addiction can only hope to one day live without an addiction when he doesn't just grow from his situation, but he has to go ahead and dig deep, deep, deep down and re be reborn, rejuvenate himself. He needs a rebirth because everything is already messed up in his brain. He looks at different situations that, that we all go through, but he looks at it with already, where am I going to go? How am I going to get out? I feel trapped. How am I going to get my high? Where am I going to get my alcohol? Where am I going to get my fix? Addicts can't even enjoy simcha. They can't even enjoy a wedding without drinking or getting high. They can't even enjoy their children. They can't even enjoy simcha's taira. They need to get drunk. So, it's not enough to take it from that mentality and grow because part of their mentality needs to be destroyed to be reborn again in a pure way 
so they can live like the rest of us that don't have those thoughts. So he doesn't have to battle all the time. And that happens, When a person has a seed, a lot of people do this scientific um, experiment in fourth grade, where you take a seed or you take a bean, you put it underground or you put it in a cup so you could see it, and what happens is you expect it to sprout and to grow. But that's not what happens. What happens is it starts to decompose. It cannot start to grow as long until the seed gets decomposed. But also, if it decomposes completely and it's totally dead, then it can't grow. So we see here, and this is the Yisoyed of Nesiv Shalom in many different places that he says, Zman HaTzmicha, the time of growth, is between Heder Lekiyum. It's almost dead, but it's a little bit of life. Most of what it, what it knew, what it looked like, that bean, everything that it knew in, in, its, in its existence is gone, and it's almost dead, but it's not Mamish dead, because if it will be totally dead, it wouldn't be able to regrow. But if it had connection to its previous life, it wouldn't be able to grow. Kasha kemat kulay rakov, until it's almost completely fafoilt, disgusted. What's the word? Decomposed. There's a better word. And the only thing that's left is the kernel of life, the kusta dechiyusa. Remember that. Kusta dechiyusa. The kernel of life is, is, is remaining, then it can start and begin to have a tzmicha mechudashes, a rebirth. And that's what happened with Mordechai and Haman. The matzav and Klal Yisrael was bad. We were corrupted. We were corrupted. We got, we got corrupted. We got mixed in with the Goyim. We went to the Sud of Achashverosh, where we don't belong. We were nishtach of We bowed down to the idols. We were messed up. In order for us to have a, re, a rebirth and be pure, innocent Jews, we had to go ahead and be destroyed, but not totally, because then there's nothing to grow from, 99.9% destroyed. We had to go mamash to a matzav of heder, v'nidme, and it seemed, that we were completely destroyed, uprooted, destroyed. Ach nishara oid kusta duchiyusa, but there was, there was still a pulse. Umimena, from there, his mechudashes. From there, we were able to have a regrowth. Now listen to what he's saying. He's talking about an extreme, but in every level that you are, you're going to find the same thing. Throughout your life, you're going to find that it's hard to grow. It's when you're on a high and you're doing things well, you continue to grow. But when you have corruption inside you, the corruption has to die, and then you can regrow. Otherwise, you grow with corruption, which we see many people, they decide they want to start learning, but they're Balai Gaiva, and they learn with Gaiva. And then they use their learning, I'm also in Talmud Chacham. Right? Like the guy who says, not only I'm such a great Talmud Chacham, but I'm also an Anav. <laughs> I'm also humble. That's not humble. So people have bad those that don't get uprooted from being broken, they keep those bad midos with them their whole lives. And it grows along with them, and they use their goodness sometimes to beef up their bad midos.
So we will, we will learn how to apply this to our lives for people who are in very bad shape. But again, I just want to explain. Every time you grow, you have to grow one from, from Shar Chof of, of, of Kedusha to Shar Chof Aleph of Kedusha. You have the same micro story happening there. Every time you go from Lamed Shari Tuma to Chavtesh Shari Tuma, you get out of Tuma, it's the same story. Every person is a growth and a regrowth and a rebirth and a repurity and taking away the old thinking that, that held him down and, and having a, a, a new concept and a new way of looking at life and letting go of the old things that were holding him down. It's Negea on every level to every person. Yes, we see it by people who are addicts, people who are almost dead. We see it people who are off the derech and completely lost in a very extreme way. But the same thing is happening every time we go from one level up to a higher level. So this is not just learning Torah and learning about the past. This is karate. This is teaching you how to fight your battles, how to get out of bad in the, in the Sur Meira, how to get away from the evil that's holding you down, how to grow. And it's also teaching you how to grow in Shari Kedusha from one level to a higher level. So too, just like we had in Purim, where the threat to us was physical because they wanted to annihilate us physically, so too Hanukkah was a matzav of Heder Ruchni. The problem of Hanukkah was they didn't want to kill us. They didn't say we're going to kill you. They said, we want you to be like us. They wanted to be Makar of us. They said, Kiswulachem al Karen Hashar, right down on the, on the, on the Karen, on the horn of the Shar, on the ox, that you have no Shaykhis to Hashem. Why the corn horn of an ox? It's a whole different thing, not for now. Bottom line is, be like us. You have a chance to be like us. If not, we're going to kill you, but Shmad, be like us. Really, every single day that we go outside, you know, we know Hatsileni no Miyad Achi Miyad Esav. Yaakov was saying, save me from both kinds. There's a Yad Achi and a Yad Esav. Save me from Esav who wants to murder us physically. But there's a, also you have to save me, Miyad Achi, from my brother who's trying to be Makar of me with love and really just wants to change me to be like him. Both of them are very dangerous. So the, the, the story of, of Purim was Hatsileni no Miyad Esav. Haman wanted to murder us. He didn't, he didn't want us. If we would have gone to, to Haman and said, okay, we want a shmad, we want to be like you, not interested, like the Holocaust, like Hitler, Yemach Shemam, he didn't care if you were religious or not religious. He wanted you dead. There's no reason for a Jew to be alive, nothing to do with religion. You can become Christian. I want you dead. Hanukkah was a spiritual issue. If you want to live, be like us. And that's the Miyad Achi. And the Remez is that the Yavanim came in, they made all the Shmanim, all the oil tummy. That's a Remez. Why? Because they, they didn't want us to have holiness. So because they didn't want us to have holiness, they didn't destroy the Shmanim, they didn't destroy the oil, they didn't take it away, it was very valuable. Because that, that was the, the goal of the Greeks, of the Yavanim. They wanted to be metameos. They wanted us to become tame in inyane ruchniim. And they accomplished so much. They destroyed us to such a degree that our ruchnius was really, really almost gone. 
And all that was left was the Kusta de Chiyusa. The Kusta de Chiyusa, the kernel of life. Came the salvation. The salvation was the Kusta de Chiyusa. Menaira was destroyed. The Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Kaidish Kadashim was destroyed. All the holiness and pureness, 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 all the beauty, everything was destroyed. But there was Kusta de Chiyusa, one little heartbeat. The Pach Echot Shel Shem and Chasim B'Chay that's all that was left. Was left only one little pachachad that was signed and sealed with the seal of the kind God. The purity. How much purity? A drop. It could only last us one day. Only one little thing like, like a hair that was left with pureness, purity, tahar. And from there, came a new tzmicha, a brand new, flourishing life. And Malchus Yisrael came back. And that is the Indian of Hanukkah and Purim. Hanukkah and Purim, Chazal decided to be, kavu, to, to be kaveya for us. Not every miracle did they make a holiday. But over here, Chazal said, this was the last Tachonis of Chazal, they said, oh my gosh, they saw there's going to be a long gallus, thousands of years, and we're going to be in darkness. There are going to be times that the guy is going to want to murder us physically. Look at the Holocaust. They killed us, they murdered us, a third of Klal Yisrael, they destroyed us. What was left? The Sheiris HaPleta, Kustu Dechiyusa. But look what happened, how we flourished from a pach echad shemen, a kusta dechiyusa, a few beating hearts that came together. Look what they did. Who could have imagined in a billion years how Klal Yisrael could be rebuilt in all ways? They saw that we're going to be in a difficult, dark exile, and they gave us a gift. They gave us a gift to celebrate Hanukkah and Purim. To celebrate what? That we have to know that no matter how much we're destroyed in our klal life and in our own personal lives, as long as you have that pach echa, that little beating heart, as long as you have a pulse, which we have that kosta dechiyusa because it's indestructible, the pilot light will never be out. And the lesson is, don't think it's over. Don't think your ruchnius is over. Don't think your life is over. Don't think nothing will become of you. Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich told me, Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich Shlita, one of the G'dayle Eilam, G'daylem of Ardar, he told me, Avi, when you're dealing with a Bachar, you look at someone, a kid off the derech, you're looking at any Jewish child, he's not one, he's a thousand. Why? He said, because his father survived the Holocaust all alone. And by his father's Leviah, there was a thousand offspring. What could one little Holocaust survivor accomplish in this world? What could one Holocaust survivor, no money, no family, nothing, tattered clothing, saw the worst that humanity ever has, traumatized, abused, all alone in the world, what could he leave the world with? 
if you were a betting man, everybody would bet. He would be a broken person. Maybe he would get married, maybe not. Maybe have a child, maybe not. What kind of, what, what kind of a family can flourish from that? came from that pach echod shemen shel shemen tahar, which is signed and sealed Hashem is the one who is the one who makes sure that our kusta dechiusa is healthy and is pure. And Chazal saw this is coming, and they said, "Oy vey, people are going to give up." They're going to give up after physical annihilation. They're going to give up after personal spiritual annihilation. How many bachrim, boys, girls, watch things that, that they feel like they are the worst Rishayim in the world or do things that they feel the biggest Rishayim in the world, they want to give up on life. Comes Chazal and says, you need to know that that's not true because you have a pilot light deep inside. You have a pach echad shemen inside of you. That is signed and sealed Hashem. That can never be destroyed. And you have to search through the rubble. And you will find it. And from that, you will not only be what you were before. No. You're going to flourish and be better than you ever dreamed that you could ever be. They gave it to us so every time that we reach a situation of heder, of lacking, of darkness, Yaminu, we should believe Shaqadish Baruch Shaimar Alehem. Shalayavayulide Hadar Muchlit. We have to believe in the darkness that Hashem is watching us that we will never, ever be Beheder Muchlit with absolute darkness. Ubevade Timsa Kusta Dhyusa Shemimenu. Taschil shuv tzmicha, and that for sure we will find the kusta dechiusa. That from there we will be able to have a regrowth, and that's what Chazal say on the pasuk. Va'afkam zois be'yosim be'eretz oivehem, and even then, when you will be found where in the clubs, you'll be find on on your phones Friday night. Bechal Shabbos, you're going to be be'eretz oivehem, trapped in the land of your enemies. Be'gashmis and berachnis. You should know Loima Astim. Loima Astim Hashem is not famiust from you. He's not disgusted from you. It's not game over. Loima Astim Bimek Hazdim Shemadati Lahemestani Yochanina Mishal Varzaria. The Loiga Altam Bimek Yvonim Shemadati Lahemestim and Atzadik Bechashmino Yvonim Umatisio Kaingodol. You should know that Hashem always is going to send us salvation for you. That's that's the the Gemara Megillah brings out for each word how Hashem is saying, I will always find a way throughout all of your darkness to save you. I am Hashem, your God is going for eternity throughout the length of the Gullahs that it's not possible for any Ummah any nation and language, any, any Sprach, any language, anything that happens is never going to be able to fully conquer you and subjugate you. 
And all of those generations that Chazal are talking about to tell us how Hashem saved us, we were in a matzav, a situation of darkness, of lacking. That Kaddish Baruch Hu Barachamov and Hashem and His Rachmanus, He Hishir Bechol Dar Kusa He let that Kusta Dechiyusa, that kernel of life, remain. Bimekazdim, in that, in those days, He had the Nilchanani Mishal Vazari, Uvchol Dar, Eshar Chachme Adaris, Shehimo Yupach Echod Shel Shemen Shemimeno Nivna Klal Yisrael Mechadash. They were that kernel, that Pach Echod Shemen, that jug small little jug of Shem and Tahar, that from them they rebuilt Klal Yisrael Mechadosh from new. Now listen to these words. And so too, B'meshech Alpayim Shnoi Sagolus, Ho'arucha, through 2,000 years of dark Golus, there were many times in the Matzav of Klal Yisrael that we were at the end, at the brink, we looked like it's lights out. But then came a revelation of a kusta de chiyusa, of a kernel of life out of nowhere. The bechina, the concept of the pach shemen. Shemisham hizchila tzmicha ubinyan mechudash. From there came the brand new tzmicha mechudashas. And the truth is, if we were learning this 80, 90, 100 years ago, we would say, really, really? But we really just saw this in a holocaust. We really just see this black and white, what happened to us. Just what I just said, and especially in our dar, what did we see? When we went through the tremendous Holocaust, the destruction, the great destruction, awesome destruction. Because it seemed, Yisrael seemed to be totally devastated, destroyed. It seemed like Torah would be forgotten from Klal Yisrael. Do you know how many Ga'inim were murdered? How many Tzadikim that were not even the G'dayli Hadar, brilliant minds that if any of them would be born today, they would be Agadol Hadar. Hundreds, thousands, Ga'inim, Tzadikim. But what did remain, even after such horrific destruction, was the kernel of life, Shemimenu Hazchila Pricha Chadasha, from there came a rejuvenation of a new, new Yiddishkeit.